Hello, welcome into the Desktop GM's Fantasy Football Podcast. My name is Anthony Maldonado, joined as always by my two ruggedly good-looking co-hosts, Mr. Taylor Strick. How are you doing tonight, sir? I am doing well. I got my second win of the season, so I'm feeling good. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> <laughs> I'm bitter. And Brandon Murphy. How are you doing, Brandon? Or Murph? Why do I call you Brandon? I don't know. You like use my government name on this thing. <laughs> but uh guys, I think I'm I think I'm actually enjoying baseball. Like it's uh it's insane. I I'm usually counting down the days till the NBA season starts, but I've been even not even games outside of the Rangers. Like I've been really been enjoying the Phillies. I enjoyed last round. Like it's it's been it's been a good baseball season, so or at least a good uh, playoffs. So I'm I'm, I'm, in I'm a enjoying place it I'm not tonight. used to. <laughs> Are you going to break Wednesday. down the WNBA Final Fours? Yeah. Who no, won? No, I, I don't want to get cut off. Anthony, y'all were listening earlier. If I start talking about it on this, he'll cut me off. Damn it. it he does too I know. Well. I was totally going to do it again because it was, it was so perfectly timed that it almost sound, it sounded edited. When wow, I was going back uh, through it, it was great. He's talking up his own timing. We I am. Part of the I'm, podcast. I, am, I am amazing. Um, <laughs> anyway, let's jump into football. Let's talk about some of our best things and worst things from last week. Um, let's go ahead and start with the best things again. Um, and I'm going to start because I actually really enjoyed watching the Texans play on Sunday. They It wasn't like the best game ever, but they held their defense held New Orleans to 13 points. Um, and C.J. Stroud ended up with the win. I know he threw his first interception, but he immediately got the ball back that very same play so that was if you're going to throw an interception i guess that's the way to do it so overall good win yeah. and a good start to the season for the for the hometown texans it uh it feels weird to enjoy watching them again right it's been a number of years i thought that it was going to take the astros absolutely falling apart and you know winning like 60 games for the texans to get back into the light but you know it might happen a little sooner you never know I mean, this is what happens when you choose the right quarterback. Like, yeah. he has turned around. I mean, half game, y'all are half game out of the playoffs. I know it's uh, way too early to start talking about that, but it's funny to say it, you know. Well, we're only a game back of the division. Right. And you have a win against Jacksonville in Jacksonville, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's. Yeah. I mean, and Anthony Richardson's out. I mean, tennis, like, like Tennessee is toothless. They showed that in London against the Ravens last week. Yeah. So uh, anyway, it's 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 fun to to cheer for a football team again. Um, Murph, why don't you run us through your best thing of the week? Well, uh, yeah. I mean, it, I think all of ours kind of go kind of segue into each other. But I mean, the Texans being a surprise, like you know, formidable opponent is right up there with mine. Which is the NFL seems pretty wide open this year. There's definitely not a New England of the past, and the Chiefs don't look like... I mean, they brought back Miko Hardman today. They just don't seem like the high-powered Chiefs they once did. And, yeah, the Bills... I mean, the Bills look are looking really good, but they've they've lost some key players on defense. And then the Dol- I mean, the Dolphins are... I mean, they, don't get me wrong. They look, that offense looks great, and they're going to get... If they get Jalen, Ram- Jalen Ramsey back, that's going to be great. But... The two big dogs in the NFC lost this week. I mean, it's it. I think, as as a, as a fan of a team that with a, with like Super Bowl aspirations, I think this is like one of the funnest, like muddled seasons I can remember. Yeah, I would say there's not really a too dominant of a team. The the Chiefs definitely don't look like the the past Chiefs where they would just I, dominate every. I game. guess it's they're led by their defense, but I they're, still yeah, think that, that they're that's gettable. Why they, that's why they're winning is because of their defense, which is great if you have Mahomes. Um, the 49ers look – they look pretty good. Like, I know they lost this past week. Um, Brock Purdy came, you know, came back down to earth a little bit. Well, but, no Debo, no McCaffrey. And I, yeah, and I get, I get it's that. It's going to be but, rough for, for them if, if all – and their left tackle, if all of them are out. Um, yeah, I, I, I've just always viewed the, the Niners as somewhat – I don't know. It's maybe it's the Shanahan thing or the Brock Purdy thing, but I've always viewed them as they have a ceiling that I'm not scared of. Yeah, we'll see. It it at this point it very much looks like Bills Eagles. 
I don't know if anybody yeah. would, would uh, argue that. Yeah, that's but fair. It is, uh, most of the games are close enough, especially amongst the good teams, that the playoffs, when we look way into the future, should be interesting. So um, that'll be fun. Yeah. I want to see what that Bills defense looks like against some some uh, the Dolphins again. Maybe let's see yeah. what that looks like. They got one more, I guess. One more game, right? Taylor, would you want to add on to that? Yeah, my kind of plays on to the same. Um, I guess we might have one dominant team, but as far as our league, I can't remember a year when it's been just this tight. I mean, we're over third into the season. And we have two games that separate 11 of the 12 teams. Like, that's insane. Six, two, and four teams, one, one, and three, four, four, and two. Congrats, Matthew, with your top team. But yeah, everyone that's else. That's the craziest part of all. Yeah, is the, I know. That's the guy from dead last <laughs> is, is dominating. Yeah. But, I mean, just competition is crazy this year. And just, like, each week is that important because, I mean, one win can get you from – 10th and the third it's 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 wild so very cool year all right let's jump into some of the worst things from last week uh murph why don't you start us off with this one uh it's it's kind of something i've noticed myself and i've also like of course i I mean i listen to y'all know i listen to a ton of too much too much sports content and it's it's definitely something like I think is affecting the. I think there's been some poor play in the NFL, and it's kind of not only not not only the play, but the. I think the refing goes into it, but coaching as well. I think that you know, what they've cut back on like practices, which I'm you know, I mean, I want the players to be healthy and because I want to see more games on Sundays. But I think between the lack of practices, you know, the not playing players in the preseason, and just uh, the different, you know, the different things they've taken away from it is really taken away from like especially like in the offensive line offensive line and like some of the timing stuff with wide receivers and you know missing just have not having that time with your team is making some really rough rough football go down and that's why I I think that kind of plays into some of the uh, wild things we've seen I mean in the in the recent weeks and just this season already yeah the some of the games have been kind of gross they've been kind of you know a lot more mistakes than you might be used to. Um, coming it's like a from big Thursday game. What this week? No, the whole like the early early part of the season just seems like a big Thursday oh, like a big game. Thursday game or a London game or it's something. Damn good analogy. That is I a like good analogy. That. Yes. Um, yeah, it's it's you know aside from like the Dolphins who can put up like forty or fifty points, you're not seeing a lot of that, you know, from from too many of the teams at least consistently. So. Um, yeah, a lot more mistakes and a lot uh, just sloppy play. Like off lineman downfield, like just some weird weird penalties and and just stuff. I don't know. It seems like there's either emphasis on some some weird penalty calling or just like some bad procedure stuff going on early. Yeah, it's al- it's almost like we're in an evolution year. Like every team is trying to evolve to that next great NFL thing, but we're all yeah. muddled in the middle right now. Yeah. And some of them have Ron Rivera and Mike McCarthy at head coach, so it doesn't look great. Yeah, that's true. Um, well, Taylor doesn't have a worse thing because uh, he puts in way too much effort to this podcast. He's loving life. <laughs> he loves, loves the season. Everything. That, that's that's um, what I was going for. Yeah. Yeah. He's he uh, since the ad ran last week, Stracondoms have quadrupled in sales. Yes. From I can't uh, keep up one with to four people. So that's great. Yeah. Um, yeah, that stock option is really paying dividends right now. <laughs> so Taylor's living life. Mine is kind of football related, kind of not. I I I got a new phone. My wife and I both got new phones, and I spent some of Sunday night at the phone store, and then basically all of Monday night in the phone store, switching over phones, and not being able to watch any football at all. Um, and that, I mean, for those of you who've done it and it seems like every time I go to switch a phone, I'm in the phone store for like two and a half hours and with three kids, it's not necessarily fun. So that was my worst thing is just a, you know, didn't get to watch any, I didn't watch any of the Monday night game. Um, just kind of watched my fantasy score and that was even more depressing. I... 
Mm. Yep, I wish I could say it was depressing as well, but it was not. I, I, I looked Sorry, at the buddy. very end of the game and thought, what are the chances they just kick two more field goals with two minutes left? <laughs> but that uh, was not going to happen. Um, so on that very exciting note, let's jump into last week's recaps. Um, uh, Taylor, sad segue. <laughs> I, well, I'm... I'm not feeling very giddy about it. Uh, Taylor, <laughs> let's jump into uh, the matchup you picked. Murphy's Law uh, taking down Dad Chokes, 88-85. to 85. Yeah, on that note about not being able to watch football, who probably didn't want to. Um, didn't. But no joke, you two, I mean, game of the week all weekend. Like, there wasn't, like, a big gap and a catch-up. Like, I feel like y'all's was oh. tight, like, throughout, because I was remotely tracking it, because I was kind of interested. I was so happy when Mahomes scored 18 and Sutton <laughs> scored 12. I was like, this is going to be a good that week. freaking <laughs> touchdown on Thursday. I was like, okay, at least Sutton oh, is having a bad week. Catch of the and, and freaking year. It was a great catch. Except for Garrett Wilson's defense and catch. Yeah, but I saw that touchdown on that Thursday, and I thought, Sorry, this is Taylor. how my week is going to go. <laughs> No, y'all just y'all take it and run. It's fine. <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, breaking it down, y'all's quarterbacks were within two-tenths of a point, so Mahomes and Jackson to a match. Um, it kind of went how we thought it would. You got Anthony's running backs leading the way with about 20. You got Merce not far behind with 17. And then the receivers we thought would crush it on Merce's side only put up like four extra points on Anthony's. It literally – all came down to the aforementioned Sutton in the flex position with that nine extra points and Murph won by three. So everything else being pretty close to a wash, that flex flex position is the reason Murph won. 89 to 85. I had no one. Yeah. My bench. Yeah, it was, like, it, was, it, it, was, it was weird, but just if you look at all the positions, they were all so close. Yeah. It was one of the first... Wouldn't this the BIPOC? No, this coming week is the six. There's six teams on by. Yeah, yeah, this team. There's a couple. I think it's this week. And there were. There's another week where there's six teams yeah. on by. It's and then there's like one before. And then there's one with none. It's it's super weird how they did it this I don't week. get. I do not get the NFL scheduling. I, I know. Um, and our, our picks on this one, Anthony, yeah. wild card. I, Pick Murph and he got the win. I got it right on that yeah. one. All right, Murph, you got the next one. Little Dan uh, taking down Foot Buckerson, 92 to 80. Uh, Little Dan, he's just on a tear right now. So in the battle of the, of the, of the two Hamilton, the Hamilton boyos, Dan did not, it, I mean, looking at the quarterbacks, Dan did not seem like he was going to come out when Justin Justin Fields going out. The, but the Battle of the Justins went to Herbert for Corbin, putting up 20 points, and Fields that only putting up six. But then after that, Corbin just had a bad day. I mean, the Rams put up 11 points for him, but, I mean, you're talking about you know, 10 points from Bijan, 10 from Josh Jacobs, Mike Evans with six, Nico Collins with 10, Hunter Henry one point. But then for Dan, I mean, Greg Kittle, George, George Kittle. Kittle. Well, no, Jesus, George no, no, no. Kittle. This week it was Greg because he only poor, he only scored six tenths yeah. of a point. So that, but that was about the only position where you know, Corbin really competed with Dan because everywhere else, Dan's got some green numbers and they're all ahead of Corbin's. I mean, Ayuk was a little bit behind Nico, but other than that, I mean, yeah, Corbin. Dan just edged out Corbin in every other position except for getting smoked at quarterback Cor- by 15. Corbin, at least your, your tight end scored double the amount of points that his did. So good job on yeah. that one. Yeah. Uh, it's 1.2 points to 0.6 points. Um, oh, I thought it was close. It's on the money, too. Nice. No, it's straight up. But. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's roll into the next one. Um, Commissioner's Pet taking down. Oh, sorry. Our predictions, Taylor. You got to chime in with yes. predictions. You're our predictions guy, or else I'll just run right through them. Um, I picked Lil Dan. I got the win. Uh, and y'all two picked Corbin. So I got that one right. Um, moving Not on. Not a great start, Taylor. 
Commissioner's pet taking yeah. down Chases on the case. 142 to 70. Um, close one, obviously. Um, Jalen Hurts outscoring Josh Allen. Um, I mean, Chase didn't have much going for him. He had uh, three players score double digits. Uh, Christian Kirk, Jamar Chase, and his quarterback, Josh Allen. Uh, everybody else, his running backs barely got over 10. Uh, he got a big old zero from his kicker, the most important player on fantasy. And, uh, yeah, Puka Nakua only 4.6 points. Um, and another dominant game from Matt, 22 points from Hertz, 30 points combined for his running backs, um, over 30 point, 33 points for his wide receivers. Um, the only ones who did not score in double digits for Matt were his tight end and his defense. Um, and that's not even counting Raheem Mostert scoring 32 points in his flex. Um, so another dominant win by, by Matt. He's, uh, uh, he's trying to show that the last two years uh, have just been a fluke. But we'll I see. mean, yeah, when you see all those green numbers on Matt's side and all those red ones on uh, Chase's side, it's just not, it's not going to be a good day for you, yeah. Chase. Sorry, buddy. So, uh, but you're three and three. And you're only two games out of the lead, so that's still that's that's what's great. Go back to Taylor's point. So me and Taylor, we pick Matt, Murph. He's got to hang out with Chase. So that's an zero and three start for Murph. Not yeah. great. Uh, not great out of the. Not great, Bob. Uh, Murph, are you on the sketchy desktop desktop app to show these green and blue numbers? Green and oh blue. yeah. Green and red. Green and okay. red. Because because I'm sitting here and I'm like, what are you talking about on here? Oh, yeah, yeah I, I do like to pull up the matchups on because, but it won't let me look at the best ball ones on there. Like I have to scroll through the phone app for that one. But the web app is—I I told you—I don't know how. Th- last week was the first week it wasn't working for me. Oh, there you go, guys. You can mm-hmm. use the web app. I wouldn't. Uh, Taylor, <laughs> why don't you take us through Hard R taking down Repent Defenders, one twenty-two to seventy-three. Yes, this one was a lot more boring than kind of what we expected it to be. Um, I'll just do it right off the bat. We had all picked Mr. Cody. Um, his team has been pretty dominant and repeated here. Uh, quarterbacks went tit for tat, 8.74 versus 8.7, which is oddly impressive. Kirk Cousins versus Brock Purdy. Um, and then a battle of the indie running backs, Jonathan Taylor versus Zach Moss. Zach Moss got the touchdown. They were about equal in carries and almost receptions, but that touchdown put him on the top. Um, Robinson beat Eckler, so the big names on Charlie's teams are still kind of building up because Eckler and Taylor didn't do that great. But I think kind of in our predictions, we all looked at Mr. Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey as being the deal-breakers, and they entirely were. So 25 out of Tyreek and 17 from Kelsey, and... Don't forget kickers, Anthony, your favorite. Justin Tucker put up 18, so that led to Cody winning by about 50 points. Sorry, Charlie. I love kickers. Um, yeah, we all went Cody on that one, and uh, we were all rewarded with the victory. So, uh, Yay, Cody. Yay, Cody. All right, Murph, you got the Strictator taking down Chinga Tua Romandre, and I know he changed his name, but that's what it was last week. One Chinga Tua Romandre. Was like superb. Yeah, it was great. But, but I, I, I'm, I'm telling you, this is one of my favorite of Josh's. Does he have? Oh, I, th- I thought it. Does he have downs? He does. He picked him up. I'm pretty sure. Right. Yeah. I see. I see Dotson. Dot. I well, see you might Romeo be Dobbs. At last week. You gotta look at this. Okay. It, it's on there. Very true. Because that this team has downs is, I mean, Chef's kiss. <laughs> Chef's kiss work, Josh. Um, but you did not get the win this week. Uh, the Strictator takes down <laughs> this uh, Chinga to Ramondre, uh, one twenty to eighty five. And I mean, other than the quarterback for Josh with Tua, <laughs> with Tua getting twenty two points to C.J. Stroud's fifteen. I mean, Taylor got. Taylor quadded up, caught with uh, his first running back with Kyron Williams to Ramondre's freaking 
I mean, 21 to 5. And then Deontay Foreman. Oh, yeah, that's I forgot that was the trade from last week. Now, I mean, you did get doubled up by Ramondre to your Deontay Foreman's 7 to Ramondre's 15. But then after that, it's just Waddle, you know, Waddle, McLaurin, a lot of green numbers here on the desktop app. And then Pitts gets traded, gets away from Anthony and starts to look like a, t- a top four guarded <laughs> tight end with 12 That's points. Part. We're cutting this podcast short. <laughs> and then, I mean, I see why Taylor's been talking up uh, kickers already because Harrison Bucker with 17 and then Michael Pittman, that freaking brilliant pickup there, 15 points to zero in the flex for Jahan Dotson for Josh Chris Olave though coming back for Josh with 13 points and like I said it looks like New England Ramondre is kind of kind of be the guy they're actually throwing him the ball again so that's good for Josh but yeah a lot of red numbers and single digits on Josh's side and a goose egg in your flex spots never going to be good especially if it's going up from 15 but um, yeah yeah sorry Josh but the names are slaying it keep the names coming all right um we all picked taylor on that one so we were all right again um last one out the ass taking down henson's carpet stains 113 to 110 um let's see we had trevor lawrence versus burrow those were pretty even um this was a close one obviously three point difference uh it did come down to monday night um Henson had great games from ETN. Chuba Hubbard with 15. Cooper Cup, 24 points. Um, Devonta Smith, Ingram, and his kicker and defense, only five points combined. That was a rough one when he needed the Dallas defense to, to you know, to really really win it for him on Monday night, and he couldn't do it. Um, when they won it for themselves, that's wild. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Drew on the other side. Derrick Henry with a, a decent game, 18 points. Isaiah Pacheco with 12 on Thursday. Uh, Amon Ross St. Brown says, Cooper Cup, hold my beer, because he scored 24.4 points to Cooper Cup's 24.3. Um, Metcalf outscoring Devonta Smith. And then Adam Thielen, the old man that continues man. to rake, 23 points in, in – Drew's flex. It's a good solid win for Drew, uh, who is now four and two and in fifth place. Um, that's pretty crazy. Speaking of that, let's go ahead and run through the standings. After six weeks, we've got Commissioner's Pet all alone, five and one. And then we've got four teams at four and two. We've got Hard R, Lil Dan, Murphy's Law, and Out the Ass all at four and two. We've got Chases on the case, all alone in sixth place at three and three. And then we have everybody else. Was it six teams? Two and four. Dad chokes. Henson's carpet stains. But Buckerson, this team has downs, which was previously Chua Tinga. I'm not Chinga Tua Madre. I don't know anymore. Uh, and I'm the Mexican. Uh, and then Strictator <laughs> and Repent Offenders. <clears throat> so. Yeah, real, real, still, real close in the standings, um, but for someone who's lost four games straight, uh, fantasy football kind of sucks. Uh, um, can we get a? Do we remember? Does anybody know off top which week the playoffs start? They start in 15, in 15, 16, 17. Bidding. Bidding. We nice. play all the way to seventeen. Yes, because there are eighteen games. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They have the game. Yeah, just kidding. We're all with Holy it. Holy Don't worry. Shit. All I right. mean, I asked the fantasy playoff. That's that's something that moves. We we eighteen games. Come on, Taylor, get, yeah, me. get with it. <laughs> um, all right. Well, let's go ahead and take a short break and hear from our lovely. Actually, there are seventeen games. Well, they play there are eighteen 17. weeks. Yes. Okay. Yeah, Seriously, sorry. I'm like right going into it, and that's what you. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I, for, I wasn't even listening. I was just thinking about it in my head. Reading. I didn't even. I wasn't even listening oh to what you God. were saying. I was just Ridiculous. thinking about it in my head, like, wait. Yes, they play 17 weeks, but that's because they all get a bye week in the middle of the year. We don't. Anyway, let's uh, take a quick break and hear from our wonderful sponsor. Stunning. Brilliant. Delicious. Well worth the wait. 
These are just a few words our critics have used to describe the best dining experience you'll ever have. Please allow me to welcome you to Drew's Bistro. Close your eyes. I'm going to take you on a short journey. You open the door. Our modern yet classic decor featuring bicycles and, well, mainly just bicycles, will welcome you and any guests you allow to accompany you on this once-in-a-lifetime journey. Your first stop will be our lounge, obviously equipped with washer boards and pre-dinner cocktails. And trust us, you'll want to order more than one cocktail, because you'll be in the lounge for quite a while. But rest assured, while you enjoy the washer games and beer with your guests, our top-notch chefs are preparing a meal that will blow you away. At some point, you'll look down at your watch and wonder, what am I going to get this to, to, to taste this meal that's supposed to be life-changing? Well, don't worry. Only two more hours until dinner is served. In the meantime, enjoy the hors d'oeuvres, which consist of tortilla chips and salsa. Your stomach will groan with anticipation, but that's all part of the experience. Finally, after hours of waiting, your meal is served. Placed in front of you is a steak so perfectly reverse seared that it would make Gordon Ramsay cry. And on top of that, there's a beautiful bundle of asparagus so perfectly wrapped in bacon it'll make your Christmas presents jealous. You begin to weep uncontrollably as you try to savor every bite. Finally, you're full. And it's a good thing, too. Because it's so late, this meal will count as breakfast as well. Drew's Bistro. It's worth the very, 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 very long wait. Oh, wow. I cannot wait to wait and try this delicious, this delicious spice. I can't, I know we got some yeah, really they, good you know, uh, they, they, vouchers. They gave us the ad to, you know, push their, their restaurant. I can't even get a reservation. Book solid. Eight years. Eight um, years. <laughs> crazy. Anyway. Here the margins are real tight. Yeah, thank you, Truce Bistro. Um, all right, let's get into our next week's matchups. Week seven, gentlemen. I can't believe it's already week seven. Um, I know, I don't like talking about it. So let's look at our standings, our prediction standings. So last week, uh, I did it. I went 6-0. and Finally. I went six and wow. zero. Finally, have you yeah. ever gone six and zero? No, I just mean you were fucking negative five games, so okay. you caught up. I went five I and mean, one one week, and then went one and five the next. <laughs> all right, so I'm a little streaky, but it was it was impressive. Six and zero is is that's hard to do. Okay. Yeah, I think I did it once this week. This you, year, you have done it once. We didn't do it at all last year. Oh, yeah, we was. hell no. So I don't. We uh, rarely went. 500 last year, I feel like. Well, but anyway, I barely. I'm not. I'm barely. Speaking of that, uh, Murph, you went three and three. <laughs> Taylor went four and two. Uh, Murph's leading the way, 18 and 12 for the season. Taylor is right behind him at 17, 13, and I'm catching up, 16 and 14. Finally oh my above god! 500. Slid into uh, his announcer voice. <laughs> I, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. So I get the first pick of the matchup, which I think is the first time this has happened all season. And I'm going with the Strictator taking on Chase oh, is on the case. Look at you. You typed it up and everything. I was ready. I was ready. This is the first time I've ever done this. I'm trying to be prepared. I'm trying to get this thing moving. Um, all right. So, oh, of course, Chase makes it freaking difficult for me. He doesn't put any of his players in the starting lineups. All right, cool. He does. He doesn't have many running back Thanks, options. Thanks, Chase. So. Just for that, I'm probably going to pick Taylor, you jerk. Um, all right, quarterback. Nobody versus Josh Allen. I will have someone. I'm assuming you would. Yes. Uh, running backs, Saquon Barkley and Devonta Foreman. Oh, yeah, Williams is out. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, against... <laughs> Nobody. Mitchell or man, he has no one. He is hoping McCaffrey does not play, or he is entirely fucked. Yeah, well, with my luck, he probably won't. So, um, yeah, I don't know how that's gonna go. Uh, wide receivers: um, Waddle and McLaurin versus Kirk and Nakua. Um, wow, Jamar Chase on a bye. Uh, Pitts versus Goddard. Pittman versus Osborne. And kickers and defense, which he doesn't have a defense. Um, easy Taylor? 
I mean, I, I, mean I don't see how I could pick. I don't see how I could pick Chase. He's going to have somehow. He's going to have to piece together running backs. Uh, Christian Kirk has been streaky. Naku has been great, but who knows if that's all because uh, Cup was gone. Yeah, I'm I'm going Taylor easy, and I didn't even have to go first, but I'm gonna. Yeah, you jumped right in. No, there. yeah, it's it's. Uh, I mean, you would think that it would be an easy Taylor win. And so I'm taking Taylor, even if he finds like some 15 points, 10 points to plug into quarterback. It's got to be Taylor. This is this is where the fun four man bitch really comes into play because he may, if McCaffrey's out, he gets one decent running back out of Mitchell or Mason, and plugs them in. But he needs to fill another running back spot and a defense. I love how you Neither. say fun four man bench. Like, it's yeah, it, it's strategic. It's real awesome. It's exciting. Like, it having to drop players so that you drafted strategic. to be on your team. Right. So or or do you just not put a defense in? He's got decisions to make because who's he gonna dump? Spears, Judy, Chase. He's he's he has a hard week. Let's just Montgomery go with that. might. No, nah, he's not gonna come back. Yeah, he's. Yeah, I don't think he's playing this week. Um, but yeah, I'm the same thing. It's a, because of the whole running back fiasco he's got going on. I'm picking myself. What's funny ball. is is I didn't even really look at your team. It was just more of his team, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm just gonna go with with Taylor. Um, Astros win. Okay, Taylor, you Damn, get the next. I hadn't gotten that far pick. yet. All right, so let's the next see. matchup. You have like hmm. five to choose from. Let's go with. Good lord, how's Dan projected 57 points? I'm going to go. Let's do Cody versus Corberson. 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 Buckerson. Hard R versus Futt Buckerson. Corbin's team. <clears throat> right. 98 to 99 projections. Break it down. So we got Brock Purdy versus Justin Herbert. Uh, running back Zach Moss. He can't keep getting away with that. Zach Moss and Brian play. Robinson versus B. John Robinson and Josh Jacobs. So, battle of the B. Robinsons. Uh, Tyreek Hill and Curtis Samuel, the $20 Curtis Samuel, versus Mike Evans <laughs> and Debo Samuel, maybe. Travis Kelsey versus uh, the other Atlanta tight end. Um, Alvin Kamara versus Palmer in the flex. Um... Who wants Murph? Who wants to go first? You want to go first? You want me to go first? I would like for you to go first. Here. All right, let's just take a look. I I keep under appreciating what Zach Moss is because Jonathan Taylor is back and he should, keyword should, be getting most of the work. But Zach Moss has somehow looked great. Um, they did get even. I mean, almost tit for tat carries and receptions this week whereas last week it was more moss so it is shifting yeah but it's not like they like moss isn't playing poorly that's the crazy part that's true um it's real hard to go tyreek hill or against tyreek hill and travis kelsey um you know as much as as Bijan could be that game changer he's just not right now not in this atlanta they don't offense. give him the ball in the red exactly. zone exactly that's what i'm saying is is not in this atlanta offense and devo might not play so um i hate to do it but i'm, I'm gonna have to go cody again this week I, I mean i just don't have faith in corbin's team right now and i mean herbert would have to go nuclear i feel like to even compete with like a regular game from kelsey hill and kamara like, I just don't, I mean, I don't like doing it. I don't like it. But, hey, you know, I do get to revel in the fact that Corbin is uh, not doing great in fantasy this year, especially since the Astros just won. So, sorry, Corbin, that's the way it's going tonight. I'm going for Cody. Yeah, I think I'm jumping on that same train. I kind of worked my way up the lineup. I wanted to say wild card bitches and pick Corbin. It's tough. But, when I oh, get to wow. that flex position, I mean, with Kamara, he's put up almost 15 points. Gosh, he's getting weeks. used. He's getting used yeah. like Kamara. Everybody that, thought that's... Henry or everybody thought David Carr or Derek Carr was gonna be throwing it up to Alave deep ball, and no, nah, he's just checking it down like Drew Brees. 
Mm-mm. So, yeah, I think Corbin has talent to get over Hill and Kelsey, but when you add Kamara in on the flex, I, I think Cody's got it as well. All right. So we're all – Boring two picks. Yeah, we're, we're, all, uh, we're all together so far. Uh, Murph, you get the next matchup. Four to choose from. Hmm. 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 Well, without looking at any of the players, I'm I'm gonna go of two of my just two of my faves. One member of this podcast. Let's go. Dad chokes versus Henson's carpet stains. Oh yeah, I forgot my matchup was one of the ones you could pick. All right. Um, oh yeah. So let's break this one down. Patrick Mahomes versus Geno Smith. Christian McCaffrey, I pray, and Madison versus Travis Etienne and Warren. Um, Addison and Ridley against Cup and Smith. Andrews versus Ingram. Christian Watson versus Flowers in the flex. Uh, nobody really of note on the benches. I mean, except for maybe you could plug Flowers for or Michael Thomas or London for Flowers in the flex, but... Roshan might get the start if he plays. Yeah, but this is where it's tough because McCaffrey's a Monday night game, and I Mm. I, I don't know. I I thought I'd be able to to grab one of his backups, but. Yeah, Chase did all that. That's okay. Well, I do think McCaffrey plays. How much is the question? Yeah. And Mahomes loves lighting up the Chargers. It's It's like his favorite thing. Yeah, well, Mahomes should have loved lighting up the Broncos. Mahomes hasn't lit up anything. I, I, you're, you're, you're Sorry. not wrong. <laughs> but I don't. I don't know. Y'all both have Baltimore players, and I'm skeptical of them against Detroit. I think that's that that's going to be a low-scoring game. I hope. And not. I really I... felt good about picking Henson for the upset. Until I saw that you have Watson in the flex, because I think he might be a, a factor. And based off him and Mahomes, I'm going to have to go with you, Anthony. Mm. See, so I'm going to go the opposite. I think McCaffrey's going to frustrate the fuck out of you and then not play on Monday night. And that is your big key player. His other big key player is Cup, who is going to play. I think I'd feel okay, even with Um, I'm going Henson. I think he's going to get this one. Yeah, mine's more of a feeling. All right, 6-0. I've lost four games. <laughs> I'm, I'm going I'm going Henson. <laughs> like, there's, there's Man's going to lose five in a row. Uh, I'm going to do it. Jeez. E- ETN's been on another planet. Yes. No regression to the mean. Um. And I have no running back outside of McCaffrey. Like if McCaffrey yeah, doesn't go, I have no one because he's a Monday night game. I would jokingly say you had one, but he's fucking hurt too. So I would say I I would just roll with Roshan. And just Over call it a McCaffrey? day. That's I don't know. Crazy. I, I feel like at, well, I, at no. minimum over Madison, and then see what happens with McCaffrey. Oh, that, that's Roshan's that backfield. That's right why now. he's no. A I mean, like up until Sunday. I mean, I'm saying that's why he's the commissioner. Well, honestly, Roshan, if he has the full load, he I, might get more. Exactly. You better do that. All right, I might do that. Um, you've you've got you, the Taylor. replacement thank on your you. team. I feel rejuvenated. Still Holy shit! I might switch my pick based on his inability to deuce that. No, I'm, I'm still going with Anthony. It's been a I'm sorry. Four weeks, okay. I, that's what I don't believe. Have faith in regression to the mean, man. I mean, I hope so. Like, I I would like for my newly traded four tight end to actually do something. So, we'll see. Um, all right, I get the next matchup, and I I think I'm gonna go with the other third of this podcast versus someone who makes a mean steak. Out the ass versus Murphy's Law. <laughs> Sorry. See how I brought that back? Staking out the ass. <laughs> just back to back. So. Uh, uh, yeah. Childish giggle. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, well, that's a good one. That's what I should have named the bistro. Out the ass bistro. Damn it. 
Anyway. Yeah, see? The dog liked that one. All right. I'm going to break this one down. So, I got Jared. we got Jared Goff against Lamar Jackson at quarterback. Isaiah Pacheco and Javante Williams against James Cook and Aaron Jones. Hopefully back, right? Yeah. Amon Ross St. Brown and DK Metcalf versus Diggs and Devontae Adams. Uh, Cole Komet versus Darren Waller. And then Myers versus Rice in the flex. Um, this one, yeah, the, the projections are close, 99 to 96, and I agree with that projection. It's very close. Um, I hope Lamar has a bounce-back game. I know Detroit has a very tough defense, but they have a very tough run defense. So maybe he can throw it more than run it. Um, I'd love to see it. I don't. I don't know how James Cook will do against New England. Um, you would think that Buffalo is just going to dominate them, so he should get a lot of the work. Um, yeah. I, I will say, even though it might be a Jerome Ford situation against New England, that's not bad either. That's not bad either. Um, because yeah, I I think even if you know if you you stick with James Cook, I still think I like your running backs more than his. I don't like Javante because I think they're like a three-headed monster now in Denver, and they have no idea what they're doing. Um, and Pacheco will get will get his, but it it's very. I don't know. He's not very consistent with it. I struggle to trust any running back on that team. Although he's been doing good, so I'm not giving him enough credit. Exactly, I mean, but I still can't trust him. Yeah, but I mean, triple or double diff- digits four straight weeks. So he's you're doing seeing really things. Good. It's a mirage. It's not the Chiefs of old. They're running the ball and they play defense. And they play defense. Yeah. That's true. Um, Amon Ra is a great play. Um, Diggs will definitely I mean, get his. This I is one of the few. My question is: it, it, it does come down to the wide receivers. Yeah, is this is one of the few Adams that healthy? compete. Is his shoulder okay? Because it didn't, it didn't look it last week. No. And uh, also, is his quarterback okay? Is Garoppolo going to play? Because that will, I mean, for his quarterback, as non-quarterback needy as Devontae Adams is, you, you needed Garoppolo last week. Uh, Devontae Adams just yeah. didn't. Didn't look healthy, and, and he didn't get the balls he's used to getting. <laughs> um, and then the tight ends, I think they wash out. So Yeah, sadly, I think they do. Honestly, I'm looking at this one, and I'm leaning Drew because St. Brown and Metcalf is still a really good wide receiver duo. And then the other one, somehow Jacoby Myers, Adam's teammate, is getting a ton of work. And wow. he looks good too. You're basing it, I yeah, he he does. He has a connection there. So this is this is the sim. This is how it's gonna. Um, it's not logic by any means, but I'm thinking that even if I, even if I like say Adams is a scratch, and I do swap Jerome Ford in, and I have to play like Rasheed Rice, it Adams and my second wide receiver. I just think that Lamar Jackson is going to perform better against Detroit's defense than Jared Goff is going to perform against Baltimore's defense. I think I think Detroit is at best they're going to have to run the ball, and I don't think Jameer Gibbs and Reynolds are going to get that done against the Ravens' run defense. And I just don't. I I really it's going to be embarrassing if I have to eat those words, but I don't trust Jared Goff to hurt the Ravens defense like at all so I just think it's going to be won by Lamar he's not great on the road yeah it's me picking Lamar over Jared Goff okay Taylor um I'm going to go with no good reason because it's all kind of a clusterfuck of guessing who's going to beat who I'm just going on gut and I'm going Murph all right I I feel good about that even though it's just off nothing Okay, Taylor, you get the next pe- uh, the next matchups. Looks like we've got uh, this team Josh has and Matt. versus Commissioner's yeah. Pet or Repent Offenders versus Little Dan. Oh, 
14 with his 57. I'm going to go, let's do Commissioner Spit. Let's do our first place guy. All right. Let's break this one down. So, we've got Tua, Tua Tagovailoa versus Jalen Hurts, Najee Harris and Ramondre Stevenson against Mostert and Kenneth Walker. It looks over already. Oh, yeah. Uh, Marquise Brown and Chris Olave versus George Pickens and Keenan Allen. Sam Laporta versus Ertz. And Romeo Dobbs versus Atwell. Uh, Matt has no one on his bench as there's lots of buys. And Josh has not really anybody. He could, He's got white, maybe. Maybe. He, had, he has been terrible. I mean, he he picked up downs, but he's not. He has no reason to play him. He has no reason to play him. Jefferson on the IR hurts. Oh yeah. I mean, and it's do crazy play how lopsided White this over matchup Harris? looks. And Matt has Tony Pollard and Ceedee Lamb on bye. And James Conner on the IR. Like that's that's crazy. I'm I'm going Matt. This one's easy. Yeah, I was gonna say well two up, but then he's Matt's got Jalen Hurts. Yeah, it's pretty, <laughs> pretty cut and dry here. Sorry, Josh. It's Matt. Yeah, <clears throat> same. I want to do shits and grins. Say, oh, there's a chance that Josh can do it, and I'm just gonna pick it just for shits and grins. But there's just no nobody playing chance. their wild card this week. We so, only got one matchup left. I mean, I yeah, guess mine was that. Drew last. Matchup, I knew, but. I knew y'all were gonna choose this one. Where, where half the people, this was gonna be my pick. Where nobody, where half the people aren't in. <laughs> Damn it, Dan. He should be. He's been really good this year. Um, all right. So last one, Murph. You get repent offenders versus little Dan. Breaking it down, we got Kirk Cousins versus a doubtful Justin Fields. He's probably not gonna play. Uh, Jonathan Taylor and Austin Eckler versus DeAndre Swift and. Maybe Zeke? Question mark? Yeah. So he's probably going to have to wait until Fields gets ruled out. Yeah, drop him to his... Well, no, he's got A-chan in his IR. Oh, he's see, that's what I don't somewhere. like about the desktop. It doesn't show you the IR spots when you pull them up. Oh, that's dumb. Uh, wide receivers Lockett and DJ Moore versus A.J. Brown and Ayuk. Big advantage for Dan in that one. Um, Hawkinson... Versus Kittle and Godwin versus uh, Kendrick Bourne, Elijah Moore, Raheed Shahid. Um, Dan gets to take his pick on that one. Um, I'd go with Elijah Moore just because of the targets. Yeah, I would just go. I would go Shahid for the upside on <laughs> the big, the big play touchdown. That's what I would go for. Who are the Saints? Jacksonville. Yeah, they could give a return touchdown yeah. too. Um, but. It's, it's crazy. Yeah, uh, Dan's gonna have to find a quarterback. I think that it probably won't be as tough as we think it will be, but even still, it's not fun. Even though Kirk Cousins is playing San Francisco, um, Charlie's Jonathan team Taylor, would be so nasty last year. Yeah, it would have been. Uh, Jonathan Taylor playing Cleveland. They've got an excellent run defense. Austin yeah. Eckler against Kansas City. Who's been stopping the run? And then I think Dan has the wide receiver edge. A.J. Brown and Brandon Ayuk. Oh, yeah. Versus Lockett and Moore. But that's where it ends. I, I mean. That's it, yeah. Charlie could Charlie could smother him with running backs, quarterback, or tight end. Yeah, I would use I mean, I guess, I guess, I guess uh, George Kittle's good, too. Doesn't it feel like one of these DeAndre Swift's going to go off for, like, 30 games against Miami? No, because Matt has Jalen Hurts. They do not give they do not give DeAndre the ball in seven to five. Yeah, but even still, I don't know. Um, yeah, I was gonna try to to go wild card, but with not having Brees Hall, not having Garrett Wilson, yeah. and not having Fields to run, um, I guess I'm gonna yeah. have to go Charlie. And every time I pick him, it burns me. But I'm doing it anyway. Yeah, I mean, Brown, Ayuk, and Kittle could possibly, like, swing things, but 
and then San Francisco against Minnesota if they put up like you know twenty. But it just seems like Charlie's floor is so much higher, and Dan, the bottom it is low, 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 low. I mean, he's projected fifty-seven. Yeah, he's he's got three players. Can you remove that many people for buy and Fields out? So yeah, that's a, that's a lot to make up. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going our our reigning champion here. Yeah, past the uh, trophy store today, and I had to think about that. I'm just trying to justify in my head, just to reach it, just to say little damn for the wild card. I was too. I was sitting. It's here so going, close though. I really like want I want to, to but I don't want to waste. I don't want to waste the pick. But I'm wondering why the hell does Charlie have two defenses on his team? That's bugging me. Because he's Charlie. Because the one he has starting is a number three. He's got the number thirteen on his bench, which is the Chiefs. But what the hell are you doing, Charlie? And the, well, the Steelers were on bye last week, so he had the Chiefs. So maybe he hadn't made any moves so to dump. Of course him. not, because he doesn't spin fast, except to steal <laughs> players for me for to steal the Chiefs' defense for me. Apparently. On that note, I've <laughs> got to go, Charlie. All right. So. Uh, How many repeats do we have? A lot. One, two. Three, four of the six matchups, we are sweeps. Oh, that's what we did last week. So that's not too... No. Well, we well yeah, we, just, that was we, only three. we yeah. did good last week on the sweeps. Right, well, we'll see. All right. Let's roll into our uh, waivers and trades of the week. This is going to be a long segment. Hopefully not too long. But we had a lot of trades. We had three trades this week. That's pretty nuts. I think, and that's my first notice, I think that's the most trades we've ever had in a week. Yeah. We are not a, other than Henson, we're not <laughs> a bunch of trading sons of guns. So three trades in a week is pretty good. Um, and let's just start it off with aforementioned Henson. Um, earliest was, shit, was it maybe Sunday or Monday? So right at the Sunday. end of week five, or start of week five, that one went through. Um, Henson and Charlie. Um, Henson got Devontae Smith and A.J. Dillon for Charlie's Tyler Lockett and Gabe Davis. Make sure I got that right. No, Charlie got Tyler Lockett and Gabe Davis. Um, for the first week, Devontae got seven for Henson. He already dubbed Dillon, so maybe that was just a filler. Charlie got two from Gabe Davis, which was a surprise because he's actually been really good this year. Um, and then Lockett, who he didn't play, got 12 points, so... Initial looks, which, yeah, initial looks, we can all weigh on it. I thought it was a pretty fair trade, but then once analyzing it more, dude, I think Charlie, I think Charlie going to got a steal on this. I, um, yeah, if, if, if I like Lockett more than Devontae, and Davis is a hell of a flyer. Exactly. Davis is like number 20, Devontae, I think, was 32. Both of but them are again, wide receiver two twos on the team. Yeah, so that's I my preseason crush got. though on Lockett. I don't know Devonta. He's yeah. He thinks Devonta is gonna pop, obviously. But I don't know. I think they have eyes for AJ Brown this year, and he's the squeaky wheel. Devonta is yes. like yeah. Devonta I had, had his first two peacekeeper. Weeks. Yeah. I had Devonta last year, and I feel like it was a, it is a very different Devonta twenty two to Devonta twenty three. Like he was at least putting up double digits consistently, and this year I just feel like it hadn't been the same. So I think that that name is weighing more than anything. Yeah, and Gino's playing down, so Lockett's not been as great. But and it seems like Gabe Davis is booming more than he's busting this year. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I wouldn't even consider it Lockett. I was just looking at the top two, but yeah, touche. Um, so yeah, that was the first trade. I think the biggest trade, which would be myself and, and you, Mr. Anthony, we'll call it a uh, blockbuster. Um, Anthony texted me out of the blue, basically asking what it would take to get Andrews, and who I would never would have fucking thought I would ever trade. But my team sucks, so I thought about it for a few days and finally came around. So, um, top five tight end Andrews for a top five running back with uh, Kyron Williams and then I got Kyle Pitts and he got Miles Sanders which is the fluff and just get rid of the headaches um, week one I got 22 from Williams and 12 from Pitts Anthony got nine from Andrews and Sanders was hurt 
So week one, we'll call it a win on my side, but Williams is probably out a few weeks, so that kind of fucks me. But I guess Murph, he and I are both invested parties, but I think it was a fair trade. What about you on the outside? I mean, I I, I liked it. I, I was happy we saw something with like some actual weight go down. I feel like it was... Getting like the NFL the last few years, we've seen some big trade deadline things go down, and I think this is, you know, I mean, it sucks that, you know, Kyron's out now, but I think Pitts being, you know, looking like maybe something, like, is is kind of balancing that out. So, um, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see how it's, how it's going to play out. I mean... You know, it it looks it looks even right now, and I and I like it because, like I said, it's actual like pieces moving, and and not like some, you know, one guy for like a poo poo platter, or like some something like that. But we'll you know who knows? It's probably it. it we'll probably definitely have a winner by the uh, end of this thing. Yeah. I would have had a win if I would have kept him, but I'm still pretty happy <laughs> yeah, no. about the win or about the trade. <laughs> I'm Thirty-four try. points from Williams and Pitts, <laughs> and I got nine from Andrews and Sanders was ruled out this past week. See, so I, I didn't put those numbers in because I didn't want to rub it in your face. But yes, it definitely helped me this rub weekend. Yeah, you would have won. <laughs> Literally, he scored the touchdown, and I sent Taylor text. I was like, "Of course he fucking scores the touchdown this week." <laughs> this is why he hasn't I, scored a touchdown I, uh, in two years. This is why I named my team Murphy's Law. <laughs> oh, we. So, um, I yeah, one win heavier than if I would have kept them, but whatever. I guess. Um, third trade because again, big big week, um, and it involves myself because I was obviously very desperate at one and four. Um, my boy Richardson got out with the season, just went to the IR. <sighs> Corbin, being a good player that he is, knew that, so he immediately started reaching out as soon as that notification went out and started offering me quarterbacks. He offered me CJ for Cooper. Couldn't do it, so we settled on Palmer and some cash. Um, good deal for him because it was a backup quarterback and our benches are too small, and I got CJ. So I think it was a pretty good deal yeah, as far as a yeah, winner. I, there's no really winner there. He got a win. I got a win. He's got Herbert, so it really didn't fucking so matter. There's so there's no – no, both of y'all are winners. Jeez. Yeah, that's yeah, – mutual. That's a win-win. Winner, winner. Yes, you, okay, you, there you go. You get both. the quarterback. Good grief. This is why nobody trades because everyone wants to get over on them. <laughs> Like Good trade, Corbin. I appreciate reaching out. So, <clears throat> B- busy week on the trades. Uh, let's get into the big spenders. Uh, <laughs> Anthony already alluded to it earlier. Cody, our number one big spender, spent $20 for Curtis Samuel, um, being the only bid for Curtis Samuel Ooh. for 20 bucks. So, that does hurt. But, in his defense, and I do not think this really counts because I think Three weeks ago was a one-yard rushing touchdown, so I think it's all bullshit. But the dude has had three straight weeks of double digits, but he could have gotten him for free, paid twenty bucks. So big spend. Yeah, won't call it a lose. Warren Buffett yeah. says, "Don't pay, don't pay for don't pay for future results or past past results or some shit." Yeah. It's bad, bad business there, Cody. Sorry. Oh, yeah. That, that was out of the blue. Like, there were a lot of good names. I didn't expect yeah, Curtis, Curtis Samuel, $20. I was like, yeah, I was, what? Okay. So, um, other big spins. This one was high demand. Um, cost Chase $17 for, I don't know the first name. I don't think anybody cares anymore at this point. But Demarcado, the backup running back for the Arizona Cardinals. Um, four bids on that between 7 and $17. Do you know the first name? No, I don't. I was going to say, yeah. I thought it started with an A. Yeah, that sounds right, based on what I saw the initial earlier. But Did he, he uh, already uh, dropped him. Exactly. So I was about to say, to the relevance of it, no one gives a shit because he's already not on the team, and that's why I gave it, this is a combo loss category with Big Spender. He got 2.2 points last week, and he's already dumped. So Chase, Who's, Cody, oh. Cody spent 20 and still has Samuel. Chase spent 17 and has already dumped in within the same week. So that one definitely nah, Samuel's hurts. probably going to sustain power because he doesn't throw the ball to freaking Jahan Dotson. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's or right. Terry McLaurin. McLaurin's getting better, but, yeah, I don't know why Dotson's being ignored. So I'm sure it frustrates you. Um, 
Big spender. Chase again. He's dropping lots of money. So was that thirty-two dollars, thirty-one dollars? Uh, spent sixteen dollars on Osborne. Not a bad pickup for what he can do, but nobody else bid on him, so sixteen dollars. I guess basically wasted. Seven points this week, but with Jefferson out, he does have a good chance going forward. And then our honorable mention of big spend, Drew B. Cole Komet. I've been waiting for someone to overpay for that son of a bitch, and Drew B. finally did it. Uh, paid $8, and then that's the week that Komet gets under two points after he got 37 the last two weeks. So. Can't blame him. <laughs> I can't. If, if someone trade, had to do it. If our trade didn't go through, it would have been him. I, I, yes. I would have been the guy. Okay. You and I, that was we were discussing that in our trade, too. It was him and Logan who I was interested in, so I'm glad that we didn't come to that nonsense. Um, so, Drew, you got fucked. Congrats. Go Bears. Um, winners and losers aren't really as exciting as the rest of it. Uh, Charlie grabbed the Chiefs D, got him 15. His team sucked this week, so that 15 points was 20% of his points this week. Obviously didn't help him win, but it was a good pickup. Um, Corbin grabbed Wallen. Oh, no, that's uh, autocorrect. Don't fucking judge me. From the Steelers? Or wa- no, no. Uh, Giants. What's a Giants receiver? Uh, what are you talking about? D something. Wandale. What row? Wandale. So we that, are a Wand- professional podcast, everybody. Wandale turned into wall in. Autocorrect. Thanks, word. Um, and the Rams D. Uh, each put up over 10, so as a pickup, he did good. Um, but he had one on the bench, and then the D he dropped had 10 points, so it really didn't make a difference. And Henson, uh, that trade earlier with uh, Charlie, he dropped A.J. Dillon in the same week for Hubbard. So, oddly enough, makes the trade weirder, but he got 15 points out of Hubbard, and that definitely helped. So, good job there, helped him get a win. Losers calling out myself. I paid, which I shouldn't do this, but I need to fill the category. I paid twenty dollars oh to get Foreman because I didn't know if Barkley was going to be back this week. Oh, yeah, and I, I, was thought, f- I thought I was going to get him. Yeah, I didn't think anybody was going to spend money on this dude. Yeah. Well, Cody and I were sitting at the bar, and we had like a mutual agreement of not changing our bids until we told each other how much we were spending. Mm-hmm. And he was at five, and I was at fifteen, and then. I fucked myself, and then I got extra desperate and still raised it. And, it, yeah. But anyways, it still worked off. Uh, but overpaid, he's probably going to be out on the waivers. But seven points, expensive rental. I'll call myself a loser. But talk yeah. good about but talk good about me, Murph, in the best ball. You got it. You got it. His name is Imari DiMarcado. Imari. Oh, Imari. Imari. Got it. Driving me crazy. Anyway. <clears throat> Take it away, best ball Murph. So this week in the best ball, the top scores were Taylor once again, 134, yeah. followed by Chase with 121 and Charlie with 119. The season leaders are Taylor at 848, Chase at 766, and then Anthony. So I'm led by, uh, I'm, I'm, in the screen here, I'm just sandwiched between two of our or two of our three leaders here, and then the matchups for the week: Taylor versus Corbin. Taylor won this matchup, 134 to 94, due to having the better Dolphin and Mostert's 32 to Tyreek's 25. Taylor also had plenty of help from his wide receivers Diggs and Pittman with 15 apiece. Chase versus Henson. Chase took down Henson 121 to 91, led by Tua's 38, but it paid double due to Henson having both Daniel Jones and Deshaun Watson being out and receiving a goose egg at QB. He's uh, it's not looking good for him down the road either. Charlie versus Anthony and the brotherly shove off. Charlie took down our host 119 to 95. Anthony and Charlie had decent outings from QB and running backs. But Big Bro lost the position battle and the rest of the way, including both flexes, wide receivers, and the tight end spot. Sorry, buddy. Josh versus me. The Big Red Machine made it look like just another day on the beat with double-digit outings from all starters, but Hawkinson with eight. While I continue to struggle to break 100 with sad outings from pass catchers and flex positions. Josh wins 111-89. Sad. 
Drew versus Cody. In the closest matchup of the week, Drew took down Cody 106-100. to It was a cruel twist of fate for Cody as Drew having Kelsey led to the biggest position advantage for Drewby where Kelsey outscored Ertz 17-3. And then uh, Matt versus Britt. The sad trombone matchup of the week saw Matt taking down Britt 94-74. Each only had half their players in double digits, but Matt had a respectable performances from Herbert and Keenan Allen. Matt won it with his tight end and flexes where he gained 12 points on Britt. And then the standings update in the old best ball here. Oh, come on. Now the my phone map is taking forever. So... Leading the way in best ball is Taylor, still at 6-0 with 847 points. <clears throat> Followed by Drew at 5-1. Then Matt at 5-1. Anthony at 4-2. Corbin at 4-2. Josh at 3-3. Three three, Chase at 2-4. Myself at 2-4. Charlie at 2-4. Britt at 2-4. Cody at 1-5. And, and then damn it, Henson. Oh, and six in the old best ball. Sorry, buddy. But yeah, and that is your weekly best ball breakdown. Nice. I like that. Yeah. That was a good I one. know. I'm going to have to write that down. Yeah, that was, that was good. I, that. I have no quarterbacks this week against Henson, so he may pull out a win. Oh, the, oh, Henson doesn't have any quarterbacks either if Daniel Jones or Deshaun doesn't play. <laughs> Touche. Oh, never mind. Uh <laughs> All right. Oh, boys, we did it. It's a good episode. And Astros win. That's a good It's a good time. Good day. It's a good day. I'm still enjoying baseball, even though the Rangers lost today. Yeah. I, I mean, I have to go to work every day with Rangers fans. So that's fun. That's been fun the past two days. Welcome to my world. Yeah, touche. <laughs> <laughs> touche. All right. Well, no, y'all are good four. sports, though. It's better than Cowboy fans. Oh, 100%. I'm surrounded by them, too. Um, all right. For Murph, for Taylor, I'm Anthony. Thank you all for logging on. 